Welcome back to Big Lezzers League and all rugby league experience. Now, we're going to go through the kangaroo side a little bit earlier than we should. Why? Not just because I love going through these sides a lot earlier than I should be. There has been a few updates in the past 24 hours that really changes the back line of this side. It really does. And I've literally spent... Not even kidding, an hour going through how this side is going to look for me. I've literally spent an hour doing it. I've gone through all the math in my head, and I'm pretty confident with how this side is going to go. Now, I know when I post it today that it's going to cop a lot of shit. I bet you 100% this side is going to cop a lot of shit when I post it tomorrow morning. Um, But this is how I think the side is going to look based off who I know is eligible uh, going into this World Cup. Now, before we begin... Not only is Latrell Mitchell out of the World Cup, Valentine Holmes, depending on how this thing goes with him, he could also be out of the World Cup for the Kangaroos, obviously with all of the allegations um, against him at the moment. He could be out of the World Cup, which would be massive as well, especially when you're looking at the wingers for this side. The wingers for for the last World Cup um, were very consistent in how they were selected, obviously, uh, it was pretty much Valentine Holmes and Joshua Dakar. Valentine Holmes, Joshua Dakar. Uh, it was only, I think, one or two games where Murray Talagi came in, and that's obviously giving away who I've put on the wing. But anyway, uh, Valentine Holmes is out. He will be unable for selection as unalegible, un- sorry, for selection as well. Now, there was a lot of rumors that Jack White was going to become eligible again for uh, representative football and play. Now, I think that's actually a ploy for him. Obviously, Last night, that he went to the judiciary, there was a lot of controversy about you know some of the things he may have said or one of the things he may have said to one of the officials at the judiciary. But um, he is now out for three games, and I think the cold consensus is that he is going to make himself eligible for the World Cup and then use one of his suspension games. Uh, in place of the World Cup, meaning that he only has to miss two NRL games um, rather than three, if that makes sense. So, uh, Whiten, I guess, is not available for selection either. I guess a big blow in terms of the depth uh, for the centers as well is Campbell Graham. He's actually succumbed to the sternum injury that ruled him out of origin. Uh, He's also out of this side. So, uh, a a huge blow is in the back line. Latrell Mitchell out in the centers. Obviously, there's no chance that Tom Trevojevic is playing. Well, unless miracles are, you know, upon us, then I don't think that uh, Tom Trevojevic is playing in this World Cup. Um, you know, Jack Whiten out as well and obviously retired from rep footy, but was going to come back to rep footy to play. Uh, so he's out. Then you obviously got Campbell Graham and Valentine Holmes also out of this side as well. So a lot of outs for the World Cup, and that's literally very specific towards the back line. So, uh, as I said, it took a lot of time to figure out how this whole side was going to look. Majority of that time went into the back line. It really did. I had to figure out who my centers were. And I'm quite happy. I know I've probably forgot about a few people, uh, but it's sort of hard. You know, I was looking at origin sides uh, over the past two years, was looking at, obviously, all of the lineups for the World Cup. And again, very consistent with the wingers. It was always pretty much Valentine Holmes and Josh Carr, And then Maritale Lagi would come in for the odd game as well. But really having a think about how this back line is going to look, how this side is going to look, 
uh, and I'm pretty happy with my selection. Also, just a disclaimer, Nathan Cleary is not the number seven. Uh, Daly Cherry Evans is the number seven, and we'll get into that in a second. Most of that is because, uh, obviously, you know, Mal Meninga has come out and said, I will be picking Daly Cherry Evans. I think that he deserves the jersey. He's still got the jersey, uh, and he's had a terrific year. So I backed Daly Cherry Evans in like I did earlier in the year as well. Uh, but let's have a look at this entire side. So uh, James Tedesco, depending on between now and then, if he retires from a Met footy, I think with all of the circumstances, with everything that's happened with this side in terms of the back line, I think it's less likely now that he's going to be retiring from rep footy. I think he's got maybe one or two World Cups left in him or two or more Origin Series left in him as well. So I think that James Tedesco is going to be around for at least the next two years. Uh, and you'll see who I pretty much have as next in line on my bench. We'll get to that in a second. But James Tedesco is my fullback. I think that he has the jersey for me for the Blues and for the Kangaroos for me. Locked in stone. He's got it for me. So James Tedesco is my fullback. If he doesn't get picked, I think I'm going to be a little bit shocked. But at the same time, you've got two fullbacks in this competition who are really close, really close to taking that spot from him. At the moment for me, though, James Tedesco. Now, Joshua Dokar is one of my wingers. I'm keeping him there, uh, especially with the lack of depth we've got now that all of those guys are ruled out of the World Cup already. Um, I'm keeping Joshua Dokar there. He did a great job in the last World Cup. He's in. He's been in some decent form for the Doggies on and off. Obviously, the Doggies have been in... Uh, been in on and off form. Uh, he was in great form in origin, Joshua Dokar as well. So he's staying there for me in the number two. Uh, my other winger, and I've obviously given away, uh, given it away earlier in the podcast, and that's Mauro Talagi. I think that he definitely deserves it. He had a cracking origin series. He really goes well in rep football. We saw that in that origin series this year. Um, you know, he's had a really terrific year in club football as well for the Cowboys. Uh, prolific try scorer, really tough footballer. Loving him for the World Cup in the number five jersey on the other wing. Now, this was the hard one. And I know I'm going to cop it. I know there's someone I've forgotten. But then again, there is barely anyone to pick from here. There's barely anyone to pick from. I'm gonna, so I'm going to rip off this Band-Aid. I'm going to rip off this Band-Aid. I'm going to give you my centers now. The first one is Matt Burton. Matt Burton there in one center. You know, he's played in the World Cup before, one or two odd games, did very well at center, set up a few tries, especially that one for Josh Adokar that was incredible. Um, He comes in there and he starts next to Adokar. I think that's going to be a lethal combination. It worked well in the previous World Cup. So I'm keeping those two together. I think that is a lock for me. Matt Burton and Josh Adokar, really like it. Dogs uh, combo, obviously World Cup combo as well. Love that. Love that combo. That's the left-hand side. Now, the right-hand side, I was thinking about all these centers. Tony Staggs obviously plays for Tonga. Uh, you know, Stephen Crichton obviously plays for Samoa. So there's not many guys you can pick from here looking at the past origin sides, looking at the past World Cup sides. Obviously, the last World Cup centers were Jack Whiten and Latrell Mitchell. Latrell Mitchell can't get picks. Neither can Jack Whiten. So digging here through all the centers I can pick from. Now, this guy is a chance of retiring from rep football as well at the end of the year. So it was very, very hard to pick, um, but I've gone with Dane Gagai. I think that Dane Gagai would be great. Veteran, he's been there a number of times before. He's a great defensive center. I think that he can get the job done there in the World Cup at center. 
Um, I think that he'll be a great selection there. Dane Gagai at center here for the Kangaroos. And him and Murray Talagi, I think, would be a very dangerous combination on the right. Now, usually, yes, he does play uh, on the other side of the park for the Newcastle Knights, I believe. Um, but I do have him on the right here with Murray Talagi. Just with how this side is structured, that's how I have uh, this side looking. So the back line is Josh Adokar, uh, Matt Burton, Dane Gagai, and Murray Talagi. That's my back line for the Kangaroos. I've got James Tedesco at fullback. Uh, now my halves, uh, I already sort of revealed it before I went through the lineup, but uh, Daly Cherry Evans is my halfback over Nathan Cleary. Now, if you're looking at, and if you're being honest with yourself, if you look back at who's had the better year this year, Daly Cherry Evans or Nathan Cleary. You look at the back end of the year that Daly Cherry Evans has had as well. You got to go with you got to go with Daly Cherry Evans. You have to go with Daly Cherry Evans. You look at the Origin series. Who was the more dominant half for the longer period in that Origin series? It was Daly Cherry Evans. I'm going with Daly Cherry Evans to start at seven against Samoa. I'm also going with Cameron Munster to partner him in the halves. Queensland origin pairing, a winning origin pairing as well, as much as it hurts me to say for Queensland. You've got to go with a spine that works, and that sort of leads into who I've got at nine as well. Now, there's a bit of debate about this as well. Obviously, uh, my my one that I picked is the obvious selection, but there's a lot of people that think Damian Cook should be there. There's a lot of people that have a bunch of other weird and wacky sort of picks as well. I've gone with Harry Grant at nine. I've gone with Harry Grant at nine because it just works well with the Queensland um, spine. Uh, the lock forward then wouldn't make too much sense, but I think that in terms of how lock forwards are going, I think that he's been the best and would be the best for how this side is sort of structured as well. Uh, but I've got Daly Cherry Evans, Cameron Munster, and I've got Harry Grant at nine here. So that's my spine. James Tedesco. Uh, Cameron Munster, Dolly Cherry Evans, Harry Grant. It's sort of the blue spine and maroon spine morphed. Maybe that gives away who my lock forward is. A lot of people are going to be thinking one. I think that not many people are going to be expecting the other. Uh, but it's very Blues game three, if that's a hint for you as well, as we go through the rest of this team. Uh, my front rowers are Payne Haas and Patrick Carrigan. Patrick Carrigan to start in the front row. I think that he'd be great with the, in the front row as well. I sort of had to maneuver the forward pack around where, you know, the bench would work and obviously the rest of the forward pack would work as well. Um, and obviously fitting guys in as well. Um, it's been very hard to fit guys into this um, into this side. Um, so, yeah, look, uh, it did need a bit of moving around, but Patrick Carrigan in the front row, don't mind it. A uh, bit of ball playing through the front row as well, combined with the other lock forward that I have here who I'll reveal in a sec because I have been revealing guys way too early already, so I'm going to keep something a surprise. Um, but yeah, Patrick Carrigan is in the front row with, with for me with Payne Haas, who has had a terrific year, Payne Haas. I think he's going to have a terrific World Cup. Harry Grant, obviously at nine, as we mentioned before, um, you know, you'd think with Harry Grant at nine, you'd need another nine on the bench. I don't think Ben Hunt is going to be eligible for um, representative football. I think that the guy that I've got as my current 14 off the bench is probably going to get picked over him anyway. Harry Grant might have to play 80 minutes at hooker. Um, but the guy that I've got at 13 could slot into hooker if need be as well. So, um, yeah, again, giving you a lot of hints here. Um, in terms of my back row, 
Now, you can easily switch up the 12 and the, and the 13. You could easily switch them up, and it would still work the same in terms of how the rotation for this side could look. But the first guy I've got in the number 11 is Liam Martin. Absolute gun, absolute weapon, was there in the last World Cup, killed it in origin, absolute tackle bot, absolute workhorse. It's what you want in a World Cup. Liam Martin is one of my back rowers. The second back rower, who, again, I said could be easily switched here with the 13, that is Ruben Cotter. I've got Ruben Cotter in the back row, going with how the origin sides were sort of formulated. I'm going with Ruben Cotter here in the back row. I think he could do a terrific job on an edge. Uh, the last back rower was Angus Crichton. I just think with the year that's been, I don't think I could pick Angus Crichton there again, um, particularly since Angus Crichton has been coming off the bench. You know, obviously had a lot of dramas at the start of the season, which meant he wasn't in the side, wasn't playing much football. Uh, so I just don't think I can pick Angus Crichton again. I think that it's going to be Ruben Cotter for me. Uh, a big shout would be, obviously, Jeremiah Nenai. I don't know how he's going with his AC joint injury. He's got a, a, lot, a lot of time to recover. I think he's got another month to recover before this game's even on. So uh, he's definitely a shout. Again, we're talking about including some of the big names in this side. I, I honestly don't think that Ruben, uh, Jeremiah Nenai makes it. I honestly don't think Nenai makes it. And when you hear the rest of the side... You know, it'll make a lot more sense. So Ruben Cotter's in the back row with Liam Martin. Cameron Murray's at 13 for me. I think that, again, he's ball playing through the middle. You know, he can slot into nine if absolute need be for, you know, maybe 20 minutes of this game to give Harry Grant a spell. I think it works really well. So Cameron Murray is my 13. Uh, and then we go for the bench here. Now, the bench is going to be absolutely spectacular. And again, we talked about and I, and this first guy on the bench here. Uh, we talked about keeping it a little bit similar to how the Blues game three side was played. Uh, obviously, with one uh, or two, you know, different, uh, you know, three differences. There's only the one sort of similarity here. And that's Isaiah Yo coming off the bench. I thought he was great coming off the bench. Uh, in game three for the Blues. And I think he played a totally different game to what he plays, um, you know, with the Penrith Panthers. And he was just running hard, tackling hard. He was very aggressive. He was playing a front rower style game as well. Massive impact. I think he can do that for the Kangaroos here. So I've got him on the, I've got him coming off the bench. Again, it's a big body that he has great ball playing. I think that it really works well with how this side is structured. Again, it's a mixture of a ball-playing side with a battler-type side as well. So it sort of works. It sort of works with how I formulated the team. So Isaiah Yo's on the bench. I've obviously got Lindsay Collins because he had a fucking amazing, um, obviously, origin period. He was outstanding. He's had a really big year in the front row for the Roosters as well. So Lindsay Collins comes off the bench for me for the Kangaroos. I think that's his debut. I think that's his debut for the Kangaroos as well. So congratulations to him if he gets picked. But that's how I see it. Uh, Tino Fa'a Sulamala'awi couldn't keep him out. Absolute battler. Big body coming off the bench. Was there last year. Can do a job. Did a job for the Maroons um, as well. It's a very big battler type bench as well, which is what I love. A very sizable bench. Compared to a little bit of a smaller pack, you look at Ruben Cotter, you look at Cameron Murray, um, you know, sort of Patrick Carrigan to an extent. Patrick Carrigan's still a big boy, but he's more of a chunky man than he is a big boy. You've got some big boys coming off the bench here. Lindsay Collins, Isaiah Yo, Tino Farr, Salamalaoui. Uh, and then my 14, very controversial. Could have easily gone with Ben Hunt here. I just don't think that he'll be playing rep football. 
Um, but I have gone with Kalen Ponga. Big, big controversy there. And this is probably the one I'm going to get the most shit for. But I think that Kalen Ponga will be there on the bench. I think that he can play a number of positions, whether it's in the halves, whether it's a fullback, he can play a roaming role in the middle. I would be, you know, interested semi and chucking him at center and giving him a go at center. I was even keen on doing that at one stage, sorry, for the Maroons. When they were having some dramas with how that side was going to be structured, it was in my, one of my predicted lineups that KP would maybe get a crack at center to include him in this side. Then he obviously ruled himself out of origin. Um, but, you know, I wouldn't... He can come into this side in a number of areas, and that's what I like about Callum Ponga. And even if he comes in that roaming lock sort of role, he's going to be very dangerous through the middle. He's going to provide a ton of X-factor um, going down that left-hand side as well. Even if he gives James Tedesco a little bit of a spell and comes on at fullback, I mean, it's just going to add another layer of unpredictability to this side. So KP uh, on the bench here for the Kangaroos in the number 17. My 18th man's Nathan Cleary, and my 19th man is the next up fullback in Reese Walsh. So that is my Kangaroos side going into uh, this game against Samoa. I'll read it out for you again. James Tedesco at fullback, Josh Adokar and Murray Talagi on the wings. Matt Burton, Dane Gagai in the centers. I've got Cameron Munster and Dally Cherry Evans in the halves. Payne Haas, Patrick Carrigan in the front row. I've got Harry Grant at nine. Liam Martin, Ruben Cotter in the back row. Cameron Murray is at 13. Lindsay Collins, Isaiah Yo, Tino Fa'a, Sulamale Awi, and Kalen Ponga on the bench. 18th man is Nathan Cleary. Definitely the next up to Dali Cherry Evans. Uh, I just think that Dali Cherry Evans, as we said before, has had the better year. Uh, and Reese Walsh in the, as the 19th man again. Uh, I think could do a great job coming off the bench and adding a ton of X Factor. I just think he's a little bit too small to do that as well. I'd love to see him get a crack at fullback. Um, you know, play that role uh, off the bench as that 14 sort of role can come on in the halves, can come on at fullback uh, and just absolutely kill it. I think that Callum Ponga just being a tiny bit bigger can play that roaming role a little bit better, but I could easily go for either one of those guys. And again, you know, if I'm picking a 20th man here, it's probably Ben Hunt because, you know, he's equally a chance of being on the bench here and playing a hooking role, obviously like the World Cup was structured last year. But again, I, I still really don't think that he'll be playing World Cup football or rep football after this year or after next year. Um, so yeah, look, that's how my side is structured. Even still, if I'm picking between Ben Hunt or Kalen Ponga, there's, side, there's reasons for both of those guys, but I'm picking Kalen Ponga just purely off the X-factor sort of mindset. But if you're thinking of a more, you know, Harry Grant is probably going to struggle playing 80 minutes you'd probably go for Ben Hunt. So you can go for either or, but that's how my World Cup side is structured going up against Samoa. Well, 